about parenting and pregnancy and everything in between so let's dive right into it i think we've got a lot of questions from ashi's followers and some advice that parents have given you know for new parents and new moms so yeah let's start <laughs> me first oh, yeah you first bro oh. why thank you so kind of you shehan oh i don't know what you mean How did you know you were ready for marriage and later having kids? I mean, well, in our opinion and from our perspective it's very different because we've been together since we were 15. We got married at 25, which was I 10 mean, years for yeah, us. Yeah, and it felt like we were anyway married, I think, because we yeah. were living together all. And then we had together. kids 5 years after we got married, which was when we were turning 30. Um, so I was during COVID also. So yeah, we were trying before that. And but, but we weren't really trying. I yeah, mean, we, we were like, if it happens, it, it happens. happens. Yeah, we didn't actually, you know, like the thing is, I had to lose weight. Like, like we didn't know that there were like little little problems problems like that. But then, I guess when COVID happened, we just yeah, we got we got right into it. You know. Yeah, we just told. <laughs> I got right into it. Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, like we just decided, okay, maybe this is a good time for us now to you know try and have kids, and you know we are turning thirty. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so how do you know? I mean, there, there's no right time. There's no I mean, wrong time. I don't think time. you're. Re- I don't think anyone's ready to have children. You know, because it's. I don't know. It's. Yeah, I think what it, she means yeah, is that yeah, can, like you know, it's. Uh, if it happens, you will be ready. You know, like. Yeah. Because it's your own child, so you will be ready. I don't know how to explain it. You yeah, this is a pretty yeah. hard question, I guess. How did you know you were ready for marriage and later having kids? But what I would say is that you know, marriage. Of course, you are ready for once you know you and your partner want the same things, and y'all are making this life choice, life decision to be together. And then having kids obviously comes with you know a lot of other factors. um but i think the main one is that you know you want to provide and and care for your own offspring and bring new life into this world so uh everyone has a different time there is no right time so you know and and when you're ready you'll kind of know and don't get me wrong of course it's it can be scary you can you know be nervous about it I mean, but that's okay yeah. like it's like a job interview just because you get nervous doesn't mean you don't want the job right so uh that's that's just how i would look at it next question if my husband or boyfriend does not want to have children what should i do ooh well that that's a tough one but i guess you know if you really want children and they don't want children that's Then kind of a deal breaker work out, yeah yeah it, it doesn't work i think that will always come in between maybe in your relationship if you really do want to have children and he really doesn't he or she doesn't so yeah i mean okay let's take this i mean the question is it's a hard no right the husband yeah. has or boyfriend has already said a hard no to having children 
and if you as a woman want to have your own children then you're not on the same path which kind of means you know uh, at some point there's going to be a disconnect and there's going to be you know uh, tension caused yeah. by That's the said, topic or problems, yeah. yeah so if they don't i, I, I guess you get, you'll have to like have a proper conversation and decide if you'll have to separate ways because the thing is if he's not going to change his mind and if you're not going to change your mind then that it's not going to work out yeah. so yeah so it would be best to figure that out early and you know try and try and see how things go <laughs> next question what is the best age gap between children once again i don't think there's a best age gap yeah. i mean i have friends who you know one sibling is 20 and the other sibling is 4 um they have great relationships because they're like parents to the kids yeah. um and then, then of course the there's you know the 5 to 10 year gaps as well which are also amazing because they you know the older sibling takes care of the younger sibling and the younger sibling you know learns from the old siblings and so on and so forth and then of course there's like us where they're like really close <laughs> so for example me and my brother it's less than 2 years uh, in between us and we're very close because of it um so i guess there's, there's no, no right age yeah there's no, no right best age, age gap, gap. Yeah. i mean in art but in ours i think 2 years is perfect for us right i think it's different with parents yeah i know of course with, you yeah. know having kids again is not like baking a cake <laughs> yeah, you know you can't decide today okay. i'm going to have a cake yeah. <laughs> so um on that basis you know it 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 depends Different. on your situation as well yeah and i, I think, think it's yeah. enjoyable and unique in its own way so don't ever compare saying oh these kids are closer or whatever they're having a it's better different. relationship because yeah. they're closer in age or whatever but no it doesn't have to be the case kids can you know have their own unique experiences and i think you should enjoy whatever it is they bring to the table <laughs> all right on to a story okay my birth experience was awesome on the 1st of january 2022 when i was on week 35 i had a slight consistent pain early at around 9 pm my water burst and by 6 am my son was born no epidural labor pain was around 3 hours 2.5 kg birth weight he's exactly 1 year younger than seba wow <laughs> I can't even imagine <laughs> doing uh going into do I mean doing natural and not taking an epidural because <laughs> that's just crazy because even my sister-in-law did this and she said it was like the worst pain ever but afterwards it was beautiful so so kudos kudos to you, to you honestly <laughs> okay shena oh back to me already Hmm. Okay. Advice on how to raise kids as it's very different to how we were raised. Yes, it is. Um I think my main point to that is the fact that you have access to information, you have the internet. Um our parents relied on their parents, parents yeah. teaching them or telling them how they raised their kids or rather you know how they raised them. So um a lot of i would say mistakes can be repeated but 
in today's day and age when we have access to so much information at our fingertips you know with youtube and blogs done by uh, a so variety of parents. experts and parents around the world you can really you know learn new ways of handling all the situations that you come across for example you know when seth throws a tantrum about food we know how to handle it when if he uh you know is having a hard time with uh, playing with other kids then you know we know how to handle it everything is is kind of online now so and i would say for example this the social stigma of kids using a screen uh, i i think is so outdated and such a thing of the past because you just look around all the adults are using screens like all the time and that wasn't the case in your parents time think about it they didn't even have computers they didn't even have phones they didn't have phones with you know access to every single piece of information on the planet and social media and so on and so forth so i think it's wrong to be like kids should not have screens because there obviously has to be limits of course yeah, like with anything yeah exactly like but i don't think that there should be no if i had the choice type. i could be i yeah. i would watch anime all day right <laughs> Please, like God, from no. morning till night i wouldn't <laughs> want to do anything else but then of course you know you separate time yeah. for that and you have other obligations throughout your day so even as a kid you know you have to play you have to go outside you have to do all these fun fun things but there's nothing wrong with there's no reason to demonize using screens because yeah, i think a lot of parents also some parents like kind of like look down also on other parents giving screen time to their kids like i've seen so many stuff and i don't think that should be the case you know because like yeah. you said we're always on our phone i mean people work with their phones so yeah. i mean whenever no seth looks at us it's i'm either on my phone my laptop my pc or my ps yeah. i mean you know what what do you mean how am i to tell him no you can't yeah like no this is wrong it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. so we live in a different time and to learn and uh, what i'm saying is you need to adapt and and get a better understanding because you don't have to rely on what people are like what people are telling you only you can do so much research for yourself because everything is available like i like i said anything that happens we just google it and like we get so many responses that we can go through and better understand how situations situation. can be handled so i suggest you do that because it's very helpful <laughs> did you have a natural birth with both baby no i did a c section i chose to do a c section actually because you i was lesser woman <laughs> I joke uh, but see some people would say that people like oh you that's that's the easy way but no yeah, what do you, you mean know, that's not that, the easy that's way that's something like, that I really want to actually explain you know like doing natural yes amazing it's so hard but after is such a beautiful experience c section during the process it's so easy but afterwards it is torture you know so there's no like good or uh, what do you mean like no better way to give birth you know yeah no no neither is better than e- the other e- exactly so i decided to do a c section because i was terrified of natural because i know i knew 
that I wouldn't be able to handle the pain and that later on I think I would have given up and just been like okay just do the c-section so I didn't want that and I wanted everything to be planned and you know having a c-section was easy to like I said during the process but it was tough afterwards you know the first poop the first pee that was like for me the hardest part because of course it hurts your stomach hurts your cut hurts that first step you know to walk to the bathroom then that whole month that one month is tough you know walking up the stairs walking down you know even to carry your kid is difficult because they say you are not supposed to carry heavy things but of course I didn't listen to that but still you know there are complications so but I chose to do a c-section because of course I thought I could handle that and I didn't want and to. I also wanted to pick the days yeah. our kids were born so if you didn't know already our kids birthdays have only ones and twos in them <laughs> Seth is born on 2-1-21 2nd of January 21 and Abiela is born 12-12-22 which is 12th of December. <laughs> so yeah, it was convenient being able to pick the day and know, <laughs> plan ahead specifically yeah, for this day. Yeah, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, because there, day, yeah. there are so many bums who've done natural who like, you know, have to wait weeks on edge not knowing when and their I delivery is going to happen. And I don't think I could happen. have handled that. I don't, yeah. Yeah, the so stress alone would have killed yeah, me. Yeah, because for morning, me, you know? like... I would have been grey by now, for <laughs> sure, if both because kids were natural. Because even for me, waiting for that 37 weeks, uh, when I hit 37 weeks, I was just like, oh my God, is the baby coming? Is the baby coming? But then, like, I was so scared till we had the C-section. I kept telling her, oh my gosh, I hope that I don't have the baby before my cesarean date. So, yeah, I think it was best. For me, that was the best plan for, like, us. So, yep. yeah. so next question. How do you respond to toddler tantrums? Ooh, I mean, we are still learning as well, actually. You yeah. Know. At Initially, first, yeah, we were... Like it rattled me. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, I would I would get angry about it. But um, see, the main thing is I, I will assert myself. I'll have authority over the situation. But at the same time, it's important to kind of understand that your kid doesn't understand what they're going through. Like they're angry or they're frustrated. I mean, where or does? We don't even understand yeah, emotions. You know, so sometimes we can't control our yeah, own emotions. So... so so it's important to kind of like talk them through it and uh, i mean um, that's what we've learned actually you know like you said before that we used to just be get we used to, used to get irritated like any parent would you know and then later on when we slowly learned like how like say he throws something because he's so angry now like even what was that recently i don't know i can't remember anyway he throws something he gets so angry that we said no but now we're just like calm down baba like even when he cries we're just like don't cry just tell us explain to us why you're upset you know and i think that's something that has actually worked with him like he calms down and then he like while crying he like tells the whole this thing and then somehow he gets distracted by something else and like, like but babe, and you know kids yeah. will be naughty yeah like you know <laughs> they they will they will step out of line per se when i and you know that means um, not adhere to the norms of society or so to speak mm -hmm. but uh, that's okay and at the same time you just need to remember that you are the adult in the situation and handle it appropriately without letting your emotions take over just because their emotions have taken over so yeah <laughs> all right sorry to interrupt guys but this episode was sponsored by Harpo's Pizza yeah 
some of the best Italian pizza in town. <laughs> and they've got some amazing deals lined up for the next month. I believe it's buy one, get the second one 50% off. So do check them out because yep, yep. mm-hmm. uh, they have some of the most amazing pizzas in Sri Lanka. And now back to the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Some advice or some Some stories. Okay, this is a good one. If you are a breastfeeding mother, get the baby latched on on the. I think the one before that, no? Oh shoot! Sorry. Okay, okay, now can I just continue that? Ah, you do that one. Okay, latch on the erola and not the nipple. Erola? No, I got my tongue twisted. No, I can't, no, I can't. You say it. I'm not going to say it. This makes breastfeeding so much easier. Read it again. Read it again. No, get lost. Additionally, I encourage you to bottle train when the baby is small since it gets tough when the the months pass by. Shut up. A plus point to this is that if you need a break, you can have some time for yourself. An important note when sleep training Baba is not to breastfeed the baby to sleep. Mom will be a human pacifier. This is so true because actually with Seth, uh, we made the mistake of, you know, he used to fall asleep actually on my boob. But then I quickly, we quickly started giving him the, why are you laughing and looking at me? Shut up. That's <laughs> uh, like fall asleep on your Oh God. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's honestly like all moms, breastfeeding is awesome. It's amazing. But you should also give the bottle to the baby because then you have some break. Because the thing is like the baby gets used to your boob. And he falls asleep in the boob, it's going to be so hard for you to change it. I know some moms that have breastfed their kid for two years because it was so hard for them to switch them to a bottle and also get them used to formula. So I think it's always... Once again, yeah, this is another social stigma and also a doctor's stigma like, oh no, you are supposed to breastfeed your baby. Yeah, of course. But of course, breastfeeding is, is, the, is best the best way. But it works, it goes according to what you want not what other people are telling you to do because for me like after three months i with seth i pumped breastfed and then afterwards i told myself no i want to start formula after three months and i was a bit scared to do it also because i wasn't sure about what other people would think but you know seth is perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with him he's totally okay abby started uh, formula at two months uh, because I just couldn't pump and I couldn't... Uh, the and breast- also that's the stress of, you know, not knowing if she's drunk enough. Yeah, milk. because like for me with uh, Abby, like the first two weeks was really tough because she just wasn't latching on my boob. And it was so tough that I used to just cry. And I think she also felt it because I was also agitated. And then I just told myself, you know... What, I tried no. to show her how but she wouldn't listen anyway uh i just decided to (laughs) pump and i pumped for the first two months and then i switched to formula and there's nothing wrong with her she's completely fine and just i think this advice is really good also just don't breastfeed your baby to sleep because then they associate feed to sleep it should be feed while awake and then sleep good night while awake and put down (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> more tips on sleep training later <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so after that I, I, I <laughs> don't 
<laughs> don't annoy me. <laughs> Tell you As, just in case, you know. <laughs> just in case what I got your brain for a second. Shut up, man. Ashi <laughs> brain. As a future mother to be. As a future mother to be with no parents. Any tips or links on how to raise my kid on my own? Uh, well, like I said, all the information you could possibly want is online. You can literally Google specific questions like my baby threw up after having milk and is coughing. What should I do? Bam, you'll get a response. Uh, my baby, you know, is not peeing often enough. What like, you know. So besides the stuff that you feel that a doctor should answer and doctor should advise you on, everything else with regards to raising a baby is online and freely available to everyone. So tips or links, I would just say, you know, you can... Because we don't online. really also know how to answer that, right? Like No, I mean, so... Um, as a future mother to be with no parents, any tips or links on how to raise a kid on my own? So I would say reach out to Ashi, you know, if you have any questions. Um, if you have any more Mama Poo meetups, I would suggest that... Having Ashi one soon, September 9th. Okay, so Ashi mm -hmm. organizes Mama Poo meetups That's where mothers get to come together and share their thoughts. Pregnant and moms. Yeah. Pregnant moms, yeah. Pregnant moms. Yeah, new moms um, to be, yeah. So of course, you know, if you... If you reach out, I'm sure we can make an exception and you can come and discuss anything that you want to. Um, and yeah, the best thing I think is having a support group of other mothers as well because, um, you know, they share a lot of information with each other. and, and Yeah, because I have that. I, do, I did like the past two Mama Poo meetups we did and it's so nice that I have two groups of moms like help e they help each other they ask questions and it's nice you know for them also like they have always they always say you're not like, alone you're not alone you know you can ask anything you want you won't sound stupid like you know it's just it's actually so nice to see and i'm so glad that we actually started this because it's i don't know it's good why are you laughing now because i'm reading that word you couldn't pronounce oh, and i fuck. you have to pronounce no, it no i'm not going to do it now <laughs> get lost again okay, all right what are the must have products to prepare for pregnancy and parenthood must to prepare for pregnancy stretch nah. mark no nip, uh, ah, stretch mark yeah. uh, cream. cream for your stomach uh, that's definitely a must have for pregnancy no no wait what are the must have products for pregnancy the stretch mark cream, which is for after the pregnancy. No, Before? it's during. Uh, during. Oh, yeah, during. you Sorry. need it during. I made the mistake and I didn't use it. See, I there you go. It. You would have made a mistake because of me. But you have to apply it during. <laughs> <laughs> what? <I just. laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that I made a mistake. Actually, I used the wrong cream, cocoa butter. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Uh, I don't know if there are, I think a lot of, actually a lot of people said that bio oil is really good. I wish I knew that before. before. Anything else that you need for pregnancy? Mm. Like anything essential? No, right? I mean, pregnancy mm. is I mean, I don't know. It depends on the period. No, but what, I mean, unless it's a doladuka or something that you want to eat. Yeah. There's nothing else you really need no. product-wise. Your vitamins, of course, your, you know, whatever doctor gives you, those are your... Okay. The vitamins, yeah. And then parenthood? 
must have products for parenthood must have products for parenthood i can't really think of anything per se i guess you know a camera <laughs> as in like as in like a monitor oh <laughs> like a baby camera a baby camera i mean not I a camera pictures of the baby <laughs> no baby monitor well that's not what you said you know okay, that right okay okay but you know yeah. what i meant no, and i'm I, sure everyone else understood what i meant <laughs> in the bed i put a pole put a pole no chance no chance yeah but a baby monitor for a parent yeah for sure yeah 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 that's baby a monitor must would be the sure. must have thing and another thing is for the actually it's not for the parent right it's for the kid also the nose sucker that's like you know to get for, i think for parenthood mean what do you have to buy to take care of the child the child can't buy things for itself anyway no no so you're buying that for the child right you're to- buying the baby monitor for the child why he's going to watch you <laughs> no, no, you buy as a parent the things you need to buy. <laughs> okay, baby monitor. You should share, baby monitor. So, baby monitor. Maybe some white noise that is really helpful. Yeah, if you don't know what white noise oh, is, it's like it's a, shh, it just makes like it's a machine that makes yeah, like wave baby, noises, yeah. TV static sleep. noises. Like both, like Seth and Abby sleep with that, and they don't hear a thing outside the yeah, room. Yeah, so when he sleep, when Seth sleeps in our room. and we put that in our room you can't hear anything like you know that it's that noise so is so it's so nice calming. though yeah like i love sleeping there like now that when it's not there i feel it feels a bit weird it feels so weird yeah mm. and even set the sir is like where's my hatch where's my white like <laughs> yeah. yeah because the white noise machine that we have is called the hatch so he's like where's the hatch <laughs> yeah so, so yeah. that's something no sucker Shut <laughs> baby <up>. monitor <laughs> and white noise no sucker as in you know what a no sucker is no right? of course i know what a no sucker is but i'm telling I you know, you know, don't know, bite know. for the meaning for yourself you know you yeah. bite to use on the baby yeah 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 okay don't okay. bite for the baby okay <laughs> anyways last question before your next uh, your next chance why do you buy your baby clothes Uh, why do you sorry what did you say what i said why do you buy your baby clothes where do you buy your baby clothes uh i get it from elegant smokers uh kids unlimited which is amazing cool planet cool planet oh my gosh they had such amazing t-shirts for set uh those three are the main places and I then think. zara yeah like the international ones are like zara carters uh h&m those but oh, look fred perry yeah you got him a nice t-shirt but, lo- but no locally, locally would be i uh, just yeah go to kids just unlimited just go to kids unlimited oh my god they have everything and, no no and cool planet and cool planet yeah actually yeah. t-shirts yeah, yeah like cool planet yeah. fire they got really good stuff nice t-shirts yeah, yeah. like sets has got such nice t-shirts yeah yeah all right on to you that one up there you know another one like that uh the oh The period postpartum isn't just for moms. Dads must be involved too, especially as an encourager. Isn't that true? <laughs> you 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 tell her was I there for you? Yeah, yeah, you were there for me actually. But the thing is like my second the first pregnancy, the postpartum was tough, no? And remember I used to just cry and cry randomly. Mm. I'm sadly talking we're to ha- you. Yeah, yeah, we're having a shower and then all of a sudden she's crying and I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> like I think my hormones used to just go everywhere. Even if he used a certain tone with me, I used to just be like, 
what do you even mean that you know, I'm still like that actually? Yeah, the, what do you mean <laughs> yeah, that yeah, there's nothing yeah, to do yeah, with the pregnancy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 yeah. The first pregnancy was like, very emotional, the first mom, because of course I was a new mom, so I didn't know what I was doing. You know, even Sipti even puked or anything. Mm. I used to get She so thought upset. you, like, anything I thought I happens, was, she's like, I'm a bad mother. Yeah, I used to be so emotional. But I think, yeah, like, Shehan was actually very uh, supportive. <laughs> because, you know, even like burping, because I just couldn't burp set, like in the middle of the night, like I would wake him up and be like, I would feed him and then I'd be like, get up, get up and burp him. And he would. And by the way, Seth used to take like hours to burp. Do you remember? From yeah. 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah, 4, no, no, sorry, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. He hadn't burped and he wasn't sleeping, but Shehan kept walking up and down with him. So I think like help like that, you know, parents, like fathers being involved in that. That's why I say like, you know, you need to pump and give the dad too. Because I'm like, you loved feeding sets as well, right? Mm. You know, you loved being a part of it. And also, I mean, like I said before, yeah. kudos to single parents. Yeah, like, 100%. You guys are amazing. You deserve an award seriously for, you know, doing it alone. Because it's a two-person job. And I mean... When I have to do it alone, I'm just like, damn, Ashi, come here and help me. And like, you know, obviously, so when she's doing it alone, she's feeling the same. So, um, you like, fathers need to realize that your only role wasn't putting the baby in your wife. You've got to step up and help her take care of the baby too. Uh, because, I mean, they are your kid. So, uh, it's very important that you help with everything. There isn't... There shouldn't be something that you're like, oh, this is what she's supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, if if you can help Cause out. And yeah, because whatever I do, you do, you know. Yeah. We share, we, we I mean. There, we there aren't gender specific yeah. roles, except for the breastfeeding, of course. Yeah. Everything else I can do too. I can change nappies. I can wash, you know, the bottles. I can wash the baby. I can hang out with the baby if necessary. You know, it's, it's all things that. both parents can do and both parents should do and the awesome thing is also like you know like you can take care of set even when i'm not around you yeah. know you can do even when set was a baby when i ever had to leave he would, remember i went on my girls trip for a bachelor bachelorette and two days shehan did everything yeah that was so much fun that was no but i remember i looked at the camera <laughs> oh my gosh and set got up And he was crying and obviously Shehan didn't hear. And Shehan was sleeping right next to him, guys. I sleep like a log. So I can see the, I can see Seth crying and I'm like, oh my God. But luckily my camera, I could speak through the, through it. And I used to be like, I was like, baby, don't worry, don't cry. And I'm calling Shehan, I'm like, get up, get up. And then Seth is <laughs> just listening to me. But then he eventually got up, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And, and another thing is that like everything is... easier when you do it together like Definitely. no joke whether it's washing the kid or changing the diaper or feeding if you do it together it's actually so much easier so i mean we we put set to sleep like together all the time we wa- i yeah, mean the yeah. night routine like enjoyable yeah now. we just do everything together you know yeah. nangi of course sleeps early so oh it's your turn yeah <laughs> i was just preparing oh really All right. A question I think we already answered. When did you start bottle feeding? 
formula when did you start bottle feeding slash formula feeding and which formula brand are you using so we use hip hip uh, the uk version uh, for both we did that actually seth used the dutch version and now abby is using the uk version uh, but there's no difference really um bottle feeding we start i start with seth i started in a month huh? one month after he was born no 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 but two three weeks so two weeks in what bottle feeding or we didn't no seth we didn't bottle feed for a long time no 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 we did in a month i pumped and i used to give you to feed Ah, yeah. yeah, in a month. So in a month. Okay, uh, yeah, sorry. I meant formula feeding. Formula, yeah. Formula feeding with Seth was three months. Abby was two months. Um, yeah. yeah. But Abby also was bottle. Abby was exclusively pumped. I didn't breastfeed her because it was really difficult for me. But then the second month I switched to formula. But yeah. <laughs> Next question is, how did you sleep train Seth and Little Peaches? <laughs> well, we have a, do we have a video? We do that? have a video with on Seth. On Ashi's other channel, yeah, on Ashi's YouTube sleep channel. Sleep training Seth. Uh, sleep training Seth. So the thing is with us, like Seth got into a routine, you know. As soon as, like we said, routines are very important. We followed Gina Ford. Um the only thing that was kind of difficult was towards when he turned one, I think, was him waking up in the middle of the night and getting on the bed and not letting me sleep. Like, that was very, like, he used to do it every night, I think, and he used to uh, basically keep me up. I don't know, I think it was just a phase he went through, maybe. But then we thought to ourselves, okay, we need to, you know, sleep train set and, you know, get him to you know put himself to sleep yeah. and that was so like it was going to dubai actually we went to dubai and it ruined his entire routine everything was ruined actually <laughs> yeah because he was sleeping through the night yeah. it was just like after so then dubai. after that we sleep trained him which was at a year old yeah he was a year and we sleep trained abiela at, at six months six months six months yeah. um it's it was a process with seth because you know um you pretty much have to let them cry to sleep so we put him in his room and the sleep trainer tells us in 10 minutes he will fall asleep so now we are waiting and he's crying he's crying but on the 10th minute just like she said he stopped and he went to sleep it was amazing and i was like yes <laughs> but then guess what for the next five hours she was crying <laughs> she cried for five yeah, whole that was hours horrible. even the next day my eyes were just so and i was sitting next to her like what, what are you doing he's fast asleep now it's actually like, no we're bad parents <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's, no, it's a bit tough because you have to let your kid I cry i mean yeah it but it was a life it was life changing yeah 100 like, percent. you know traveling going anywhere he can just now we can just put put our kid down and they go to sleep yeah that's like done no no so. issue even abby same thing abby wasn't hard because i think she was you, smaller she also. was smaller so she didn't understand but seth may have understood a little no yes didn't really understand like that but yeah you were just tripping i was just tripping but abby i we were i was pretty chilled out about it i think because mm -hmm. i went through the process with seth 
Oh, and um, so the next question is pretty much what we're answering. How did you all feel using the cry it out method for sleep training the kids? Uh, the thing is, we chose to do the cry out method because I think we felt that it would have been easier for us. Uh, because if we were, no, we if we were in the room with him, we knew he wouldn't go to sleep. You know, we, it depends on the situation. So we felt that you know the crowd method will work, and it hundred percent did work because Seth immediately in a week was sleep trained. You know. Yeah. So and he felt as it depends on the child. But of to answer the how did you all feel question, well, like I said, I she felt like she she was she almost gave up on that day one. Yeah. Um, but you know we're glad we stuck we, through it and, and the thing is we had each other to console each other he wasn't really yeah, it, so it was yeah just you me. had me to yeah, console yeah, you yeah, he we, not, we had each me. other yeah, yeah he consoled me yeah. but it was the best decision we made i think even 100 like i feel so relaxed also if you it's kind of life-changing because you know another thing is a lot of parents that we meet tell us oh you know our kid isn't sleeping through the night or whatever blah 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 and we don't understand that at all because our kids go to sleep at around seven o'clock and wake up at seven in the morning so um i mean the first of course the first five months and was tough because those like she used to wake up in the middle of the night for her feeds and all that einstein after we sleep train them. after we sleep them because also sleep training is the best to start at when they're like six months because before six months babies are still getting into a routine still figuring out their feeds feed schedules it can change and you know so yeah <laughs> hey guys just want to take a second and shout out my youtube page asher gomez that's where i post all about lifestyle and travel and also please check out our patreon um, we hope to post more behind the scenes content of our daily lives uh, so please subscribe and show your support cheers the one liner the one before ah. the last one. <laughs> the hassle. Actually, okay. you need to turn a bit. No, you. Oh, don't sorry. Think people can see that pretty face of yours. Shush. Okay. <laughs> now, advice. <laughs> the hassle is real, but they grow up in the blink of an eye. So take it easy and enjoy with them. So true, because like Seth has grown up mm. so fast. You know him talking now. It's it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, a really cool thing I saw online was that, you know, this guy said just anytime you're frustrated or fed up or I don't know, just feeling something adverse, imagine you're 80, right? Imagine you are 80 years old and like what life would be at that point and you realize like most of the things you like you know you get emotional about don't even matter so just enjoy the moment and enjoy the time like you know kids do crazy things kids say the darnest things i remember that show it was great um so it's important to you know make memories of everything and and enjoy it because when you are 80 that's what you have memories of a good life so um don't ever let any any situation you know hold you down anything can bring you down for sure but it's important to pick yourself back up and keep at it because um yeah like you you make the best memories with your kids just by being there and being involved <laughs>
are you considering paying your kids when mm-hmm. they're older for doing chores around the house? I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, I've thought about uh, it. Oh, you have? Yeah, <laughs> of course. That That is how they will earn yeah, their sure. allowances. Um, I think it's good for them to do chores. Yeah, but like, I, I don't think we have the same things in mind when we say chores. It's not that I'm going to get my child to sweep his sweep the house yeah no 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 uh, clean up after him you know his toys yeah he's yeah. got to keep his own room clean, clean and tidy yeah uh, he's got to have a certain set of plants that he's taking care of and they need to be watered and exactly. so on and so forth yeah. then um you know other other little things i i guess we'll come up with them as we go along but it's so chores wise i guess you know it'll be a different type of chores that he would have to do but yes they would have to earn their allowances i think that's a it's a good thing to learn at a young age um next question does set eat alone if yes when did he start and how to handle a picky eater he has his moments when he wants to yeah. eat alone but we feed him uh, because it's faster it's faster <laughs> when yeah. we feed him But there, there are times he's like, no, I want to eat, which yeah, then we give him. And then he uh, sometimes he would just say, Mama, can you feed me? So then we would. Uh, he is a picky eater, uh, but he will When you say handle a picky eater, I don't know what you mean exactly. But everyone's picky, right? Yeah, I'm Aren't picky. Aren't you picky? He's I'm picky, picky, yeah. So I think he will just get Yeah, kids will also have preferences. Yeah, so you just have to go with the flow with that. For sure. Yeah. Like I don't force Seth to eat something that he doesn't want to eat. He likes a certain thing. We give that to him. We don't really need to force him. I mean, when he gets older, it will change. So yeah, continuously throughout life. Like, yeah. You know, so I, mean, I didn't like um, beetroot up until like this year. But now you do, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> it, it's so, it's different yeah. for everyone. Um, and as long as you're not like stuffing your kid with junk food. I think whatever they're eating is fine because another thing is we, I guess as humans, we forgot that we eat for sustenance and not really for, it's not supposed to be for pleasure, but now we eat for pleasure and we expect everyone to follow suit. But, you know, if your kid is eating enough and drinking their milk, his weight is fine. Yeah, then you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. (laughs) Last question. How do you all manage and plan traveling with kids? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty much our life. Now, yeah. <laughs> and our lifestyle. Oh. Um, so, how, I mean, we, we, we do a lot of planning. I, yeah. Uh, Packing-wise, you know, Ashi has... Yeah, I have a note. Like a template. Yeah, of everything that I need, like, you know mosquito repellent um medicine i have a medicine diapers, bar, diapers. Yeah, I mean, everything you know basically everything maybe i should do a video on that yeah a vlog on what i do travel with babies come back and check <laughs> it out please but yeah for sure um another actually how to travel with babies i got a question about how i handle with the food so what i do is i just go to the place and then I just tell them exactly how to make everything and like now for Nangi is without salt and unsalted butter and they have all that so yeah, you just and, and if you now go yeah. we plan and we travel to family friendly hotels and they're kind of well versed on how so to you good, know, make yeah. food for kids so and if if 
there isn't like if it's not a family friendly place i sometimes just take the food like i know what seth likes for breakfast his oats and sometimes i will also pack a banana with me just in case because he is a bit of a fussy eater so whatever he likes i would always pack just in case he doesn't eat it there uh it's a lot of <laughs> packing like yeah I mean yeah it's a lot the main of thing is you just need to remember to take everything yeah because everything else will fall in place yeah. as long as you've got everything you need so the pre-planning is very important mm-hmm. and of course when you are traveling itself just enjoy the moment and enjoy everything that happens because um, yeah you know like I said it you can make great memories and traveling is one of those ways where it's a unique experience and you get to enjoy the novelty of it all with or through and it's so nice uh, your kids it's so nice also you know when we travel with said like he when we come back he would talk about the trip even mm. in a week he would say oh remember we did this you know so yeah you know make makes you feel mem- yeah. good that you know like he got to ex- your kid got to experience this and that it's kind of made a memory for them yeah. maybe they won't remember it in 10 years mm. but at least hey, for now you get we to have the videos for that <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good thing you know yeah There are videos, you know, of our trips. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right. To finish things off, we've got a <laughs> long message. Let's see what it says. Okay. Hi, Ashera. Thought I'd share this for your podcast. I'm the first in my friend group to get married and have kids. Something that bothered me right through my pregnancy was... Same. The, was the thought... Same, yeah. Ah. No. I'm not to have no. kids, yeah. yeah. My pregnancy was the thought that I'd have no mom friends or anyone that I could relate to once the baby was born. It just so happened that one day I came across an Instagram story for a mama poo meetup for first time moms. I signed up in the hopes that even if I didn't learn anything, I'd meet some other expected moms and maybe make some friends. My ma- my baby was due in May, but due to complications that happened in the 8th of 8th month of my pregnancy, I had to opt for a C-section. to deliver her one month early as excited as i was to meet my baby i was suddenly overcome with an intense fear of how everything was changing so much sooner than i thought than i thought i felt like i was about to lose myself to top it all off my c section was scheduled to be the very next day after the mama poo meet up so many people asked me to skip it to rest in order to prepare for surgery but in any att- but in an in an attempt to want to do one last thing for myself before baby came i decided to go for the meetup anyway ended up being one of the best decisions i made not only did i learn lots of helpful tips especially what to expect from the c section i'd have the next day but i also met some wonderful sweet mamas whom i could share my experiences with ask for advice and celebrate ba- celebrate babies with This came in so handy when the baby blues hit postpartum and I had all these ladies who could understand me just a text away. Oh, so, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm so happy that I did, we started this Mama Poo meetup because it's so nice to get messages <coughs> like this and, you know, realize... She came for the thing a day before she yeah, gave birth? Yeah, and I remember this because... After the meetup, she sadly told us, oh, my C-section is the next day. We were all in shock. We were like, what? That's pretty crazy. That's yeah, pretty but cool. it's awesome because, because the thing is, she also was planning to do like a natural, I think, and then she had to do an emergency C-section. So it was really, it's 
Nice. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, I want you to read the book no. one more time. No, I can't. Erola. 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 ഫോട്ടോഗ്രഫി ആൻഡ് പ്രൊഡ്യൂസ് ബൈ ഫിഫ്റ്റി എയ്റ്റ് ഡിസൈൻസ്